officers of the RepDetect unit deal with crime at all the levels of Los Angeles in the future. Replicants work alongside humans in an uneasy truce. This is Burning Bright, a noir detective story of a rampant capitalist future using the Blade Runner RPG on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Welcome back to Burning Bright, our Blade Runner RPG actual play here on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. This is episode seven. Uh, if you're interested in watching older episodes to catch up or you're confused about who we all are and what the heck we're doing here, uh, you can find that at happyjacks.org slash burning bright. Um, uh, yeah. This uh, game is an M-rated experience. If you're not into hearing some gory details uh, about crimes that are committed in the future of Los Angeles, uh, maybe not the right choice for you. Uh, you can find other games that we've done of all the various ratings at happyjacks.org slash shows. Um, and you can find something that fits more to your taste there. Uh, I recommend you do that because there's some awesome ones out there. Uh, additionally, because this being an M-rated show, we have done some work with safety tools. We created a document before we started with lines and veils where we talked about things that none of us wanted to have on the table. And so they're not. They're just not going to happen. Um, and it's easy to work around that because we're all here to have a good time. We also have a cool digital X card button on all our tables. So if anything comes up in gameplay that is unexpected and suddenly rubs somebody the wrong way, we can hit the button and that's just going to go away. Not part of what we're doing here. I encourage everybody out there to use uh, a safety tool, a various safety tools, many safety tools, because playing RPGs is about having a good time and telling a fun story with people that you want to hang out with. If you're there to make people have a bad time, go find another hobby to ruin, because I like this <laughs> one. All right? Uh, by the way, I'm Kadave. Uh, I'm running this sort of adventure uh, by providing things that happen in front of these awesome players around me. Let's go around and find out who you all are. Hello, I'm Sam. Uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I play Kestrel, also she, her, uh, who is a rookie LAPD uh, enforcer and a very grumpy replicant. I think she's nice. <laughs> I play a grumpy replicant. Hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I use he, they, and she pronouns, and I'm here to play Haru, who is never a problem, who is a uh, replicant um, because the system won't let me be. I'm only a rookie. Um, and uh, we're doing good. Everything's great. Everything's fine. There's nothing to worry about. And... Um, at least I have both halves of my body attached. <laughs> um, my name is Cousteau, he, him, and I play Fior Rotari, a uh, veteran city speaker of LAPD. And um, yeah, he has lots of secrets, no more or less than anyone else on his team. He's learning to hide them <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> Uh, hey everybody, I'm Joey, he, him pronouns, and I am playing Gavin Huxley, uh, the absolutely, totally normal human uh, Blade Runner. Just ask him, he'll tell you. He's definitely not repressing the fact that he found out he's a replicant. He's totally dealt with that. He's great. He's great. Why do you not think he's great? 
<laughs> He's the only okay person in the village now. <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's true. Yeah, yeah. And now all of you that have been watching the show have experienced the delight I had when the two people that were like, let's leave it up to chance, <laughs> uh, ended up both being replicants so that the whole party was replicants. Uh, delightful, delightful. Uh, so uh, let's move on and talk a little bit about what happened last time. It's been two weeks. Uh, we missed last week due to a conflict with the Halloween, um, which turned out to be very busy, but less busy than normal for me. So that was kind of nice. Uh, I got to close up shop at nine o'clock and didn't have people knocking on the door until 1130. So oh. that's great. It yeah. was good. What do you know? Having a holiday where kids are walking around, be on a middle midweek school week, cuts down on the number of kids walking mm -hmm. around. How great. Uh, so last time we wrapped up the final bit of the investigation and dealt with Leah. We sure did. We picked up, well, yeah, dealt with Leah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you all emotionally dealt with it. I should deal with this cube. How about that? I put it, it's a round file that lives next to my desk on the floor. That's great. where that went. And eventually it's going to overflow. And that's great. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, so, uh, the session started out with you guys entering the room with Leah. Um, uh, Fiora had kind of talked her down from direct violence. Uh, but the more you talked with her, the more she just appeared to be literally broken, right? Mm -hmm. She was not a functional... She would not answer any anymore. of my questions. <laughs> Your very normal questions. Yeah. My very normal questions. <laughs> After banging on the window. <laughs> In the most subtle way to enter a room. <laughs> Subtlety is not Gavin's specialty. Um, so, uh, then you all ended up coalescing into the apartment, uh, at which point Kestrel decided that it was time for Leah to go uh, and retired her. So... With that, it sort of ended that dilemma. The other replicants that you had sort of talked with and let off the hook managed to escape on the moon bus that took picked them up and took them off-world um, from the Hollywood sign. Uh, so they escaped intact and fine. Um, you guys narrowly dodged the wrath of both your superior officer and the Wallace Corporation because you had previously framed a uh, Kill Magazine writer uh, for uh, for the original murder uh, that started this whole investigation. Uh, Wallace, upon realizing that that wasn't necessarily true, they were still fine with the fact that you managed to eliminate somebody that worked against their interests. Um, and then you ended up solving the second crime and dealing with it. So... You ended up pretty ahead of the game, professionally speaking. Um, <laughs> hey, Wallace gave us a very narrow window, and we just took it. Yep. So uh, you dodged a lot of things that could have happened, um, that were about <laughs> to happen. Um, but that's interesting. Um, 
You then took some downtime and got some upgrades, took some new things. Mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about do our questions for promotion humanity points yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. uh, before we get into the new crime that you were introduced to after that. <laughs> uh, so, um, in that last episode, you'd already completed the combat and were moving into the room. No, no we just started just the combat. Start it was, oh, it's, it, get, get help went bad. That's and that's right. where it very started. Good, very good, and yes. that's where we started. See, that's why... I know what you mean. Get help role. happened exactly the way it was supposed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the outside. Yeah, uh, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Uh, so, I still need help. Uh, I'd say you could get a promotion point for successfully distracting these people outside. Okay, I will take it. I would give a humanity point to Fior for getting those people outside to try and delay everybody uh, in the situation. Okay. It didn't work out that way, but it's still worth the humanity point. Uh, you both can get a promotion point because you both dealt with people on the street. Yeah. Excellent. To gain access. Um, and then you managed to scare off the, the last guy on the roof. Yes. Um, but that's not another point. We'll just say dealing with I that let situation. my guy go. He didn't yeah. die. <laughs> did deal with him in a fairly permanent way for him. <laughs> yeah. Until he finds somebody to prepare Fix himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you did um, apprehend and retire. So everybody gets a promotion point. The, the main suspect. Uh... Don't think none of you uploaded anything or reported anything about the other's behavior, correct? Uh, I think we reported about Fior's nonsense. Yeah, about the uh, oops, the roof. Oops, the roof, the surprise guests waiting for us. And I, but Fior had called in dispatch though, so to say I was offering aerial support. And told you there were men on the ground, and they asked if uh, backup was needed, and I said, no, it's on the scene. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so we'll let the LAPD sort that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of worked out to be a little bit of a wash. Yeah. Story-wise. Sure. Yeah. But uh, you could all get a promotion point for involving the, the mechanics of the LAPD. Uh, um, a humanity point for your big discovery. Oh, yes. Um, forgive me, my memory's a little blurry about how much was revealed about the true nature. I know you haven't told a soul, mm -hmm. but you kind of put out some talk about Stuff, but you didn't let it all out of the bag. Not to, not to Hunter. Hunter still right. thinks Fjord's a normal boy. <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. Kestrel's still under the impression that Fjord is human. But you kind of approached Leah with a humanity angle. Yes. Like that was your connection that calmed her down. So you can have a humanity point. I will uh, say you did. You did let her know something was going on there. Right. So it's like, I understand you and I have a friend that I'd like you to talk to that definitely understands you. 
Thank you. See, there it is. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Fair, fair. <laughs> I'm um, a real boy now. That's how it works. One humanity point. Okay. Uh, beyond that, is there anything else in that lead up to when we change to the new mystery that... Uh, we saved Mr. Lillis. That's the only other thing I have. You did. We did save Mr. Lillis. Uh, everybody yeah. can get a promotion point for that. You managed to stop him from being killed or kidnapped off planet against his will. Uh, great. Do we, I forget, do we get points for uh, interacting with our key relationship or does that just produce uh, loss um, of resolve? You could, in this case, hmm. The only reason I'm thinking it is because um, Kestrel took the dog tags from that guy she accidentally murdered. You did, and you gave and, him, yes. And tried to yes, track you can have down a humanity point for that. who the yes. hell the system yes. was to. Yeah. I forgot about the dog tag part. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, like, the interaction with your brother thing, I don't know if that was enough, but I forgot entirely about dog tags. Perfect. Uh, as we progressed into your new murder scene, uh, I don't think anybody did really anything plus minus in any way there you guys kind of just got there and got the information yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a lot of right questions. at the end of the, the episode but, yeah uh so i think we're good on the points front sweet a uh, little bit of refresher for the beginning of the new mystery uh they were all summoned to go to an emergency at a very high level of a uh, big un tower in town as the un is still the world government that does have power a lot of times that's subverted by the power of corporations and their money, but technically the UN still has power to make the corporations do things. Uh, and in this case, they were summoned because a UN judge uh, had been killed in her apartment, her palatial apartment, um, by being bisected and cauterized. Uh, so there really wasn't a lot of blood or anything. It was just two halves of a person, one left in a bathtub, the other half propped up against a mirror uh, to kind of make an illusion of it being a whole person um, when you walked in to the bathroom and discovered it. Uh, and we kind of left it there. Uh, you guys are still on scene, so if there's anything else you're curious about or... I don't know if it'd be a role, but does it look like, I mean, her propped up against the mirror seems very intentional. Is there any way to measure that? Like, is, I'm trying to think how to ask the question. Like, is there any way based on professional like know-how, like this was clearly put this way for a reason, not just happenstance? Uh, I don't know if you've encountered somebody that, has killed someone in a way and then done a po a purposeful posing of a body. Um, I'd let you... Like, I don't think you're going to get the motivation behind why right. from this scene. But you can certainly kind of document it. Yeah. I basically wanted, like, I don't even know if the, if they're, what the message might be. I'm just trying to determine, is there a message there I think, uh, I think the biggest message is that it makes it look like a, a whole person. Right. Still. Like, that's very intentional. Okay. That's, that's what I wanted um, to know. 
and the way it's leaned up against the wall, it looks like there's still a person in the bathroom. Okay. Even though they are gone. Um, beyond that, yeah, I don't know if you'd be able to apply any kind of police skills to figure out a motivation at this point. Sure. Maybe if more bodies rack up. <laughs> kind of next to that, though, was she taking a bath? No. Okay. Uh, she's still dressed. All right. Oh, I thought she was naked. Yeah, I thought she was naked. She was? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, naked? Well, yeah. Then she's naked. She's My naked. Bad. <laughs> next to the bathtub is a pile of clothes. Okay. We'll say that. My bad. And there was no blood? I mean, there's a tiny bit in the bathtub, but it seems like most of it's probably still in the halves. Mm -hmm. mm, right. Because of the, the something high yeah. heat did, you know, like a lightsaber. Uh when, you know, you don't see gouts of blood mm -hmm. falling off stormtroopers in Star Wars for the exact same reason. Are there any other uh, marks on the body, like signs of a struggle? Uh, well, for that, let's do an intelligence observation. Ooh, not my best forte, but we'll give it a try. You never know. No. That's a no. Okay. I'm not uh, gonna push on you that. You don't. One. You don't see anything obvious. Okay. Uh, there's no like ligature marks around the neck. There's no. Uh, looks. It doesn't look like there's any defensive wounds on the arms. Like she was doing anything like that. Okay. Kind okay, of looking around the apartment, which I know is a task. It's a huge apartment. Is there any kind of heat scoring anywhere like mm. that would show that the body was bisected here as opposed to bisected somewhere else and brought here? Hmm. Um, I'll give you yes a little bit in the huge bathtub. Okay. Uh, it looks like the manufactured stone that is this bathtub has not like a melty spot, but like there's a couple of places where it looks like someone who was doing whatever with whatever kind of tool got close to the edge of the stone and marred it a little bit. Mm. So it's like a little shinier than the rest of it. The rest of it's kind of a matte finish, and this is... You can see that there's a couple of bits where it got heated, enough, got to... heated enough to kind of mm -hmm. glassify it a little bit. Um, our lovely security person, are they still there? Aaron? Uh, yes. Aaron Mumbus. Um, They're kind of hanging back and letting you guys yeah, look yeah. around. Um, I think Haru would ask, uh, did she take business here? Is this just her place that she lives? Uh, well, she certainly has an office here. In the building? Like, in the apartment. Sure. Um, I, I don't know how often she has, like, visiting work-related calls or anything, but... Okay. It's possible. After a very normal conversation, Haru wants to go and, like, search the office. Mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> uh, you can totally do that. Are there any parts of the apartment we're not allowed in because of security clearance? Um, I, I, well, Aaron certainly wouldn't, like, unlock a computer for you or anything like that without a warrant. Um, but, no, I think okay. he's perfectly content. He, 
uh, Aaron, looking at all of you, says, uh, you know, I, I've, I've searched the apartment. Doesn't seem like there's anything amiss anywhere else. And doesn't look like anything's been freshly cleaned either. I mean, aside from the standard daily cleaning that happens here. But and that's who not... found the body, right? Was the cleaning, yeah, the cleaning crew came in, yeah. At the beginning of the last session, didn't we ask for camera footage? I think yeah. Just... Okay, so we already yes. asked for that. Uh, yeah. Arrival and departure logs. Okay. Uh, but they don't take it once it's inside the building. Okay. Right. Right. So I guess I'll look for any communication device, any uh, if the computer's logged on and accessible. Sure. For email communications, any, anything that just kind of plots out like who was the last person to communicate with her if we can't see who was last in contact. Yeah. Sure. Um, to get the access logs and the footage from the hangar upstairs, uh, it'll have to wait until after. Like, Aaron will provide these things for you, but I'll upload yeah. them. Um, as far as looking around for stuff here in the apartment, you're welcome to search uh, anything like that, but Aaron's not going to help you unlock a device. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you'd have to figure that out on your own or take the device with you. And yeah. Whatever. I mean, is there anything that looks official that we don't have access to in the office? Uh, well, in the office, there is a fancy looking computer terminal um, that's like UN branded. Sure. Uh, presumably, it's some kind of access to judicial records, things like that. Um, there is, uh, I will give you both for free. There is a desk, um, it's like an e-paper desk plotter, mm -hmm. right? So it's got a calendar on it and there can be notes written on it and stuff, but it's a digital surface to the, to the desk. Um, and last night it does have that she had an appointment, uh, not really an appointment. She had tickets to go see a performance of the Philharmonic. That's the last thing in the calendar. And that was for last night? Yeah. Was it one or two? Uh, it was one ticket. Okay. I said tickets. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. It was just her ticket. Uh, do we find the ticket if we go through the clothing that was... Physical ticket? Um... Probably. Oh, yeah, I forgot what universe we're in. <laughs> Don't mind me. I, actually, I think there probably is a physical ticket. That's... Uh, just made out of actual paper. Bougie of mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, Because then it becomes like a collector's souvenir uh, yeah, yeah, after yeah. the performance. Uh, so it's all like on a beautiful little embossed thing with, um, you know, they were going to, there was going to be a collection of uh, like pops mm -hmm. music uh, performed last night with uh, a visiting, hold on, a visiting performer uh, that plays piano mm. that I will find the name in a second. Maybe I won't. I just want to add that part. Oh, there we go. Uh, Marcus Bauer is the name on the ticket as the guest performer. And Gia Yoon is the maestro of Philharmonic at this time. 
So those are the two names on the ticket. Uh, in the pile of clothes in the bathroom, you guys also find a fancier than yours looking KIA kind of a unit. Um, that's just in a pocket. Is it unlocked? No. <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> Taking it to headquarters. <laughs> Looking at it, what appears to be the locking mechanism? Is it fingerprint? Is it code? Is it... Um, it looks like it's a sort of a combination biometric scanner thing. Like, it's not a fingerprint. It's more like it's a, like a face map or maybe a retinal scan kind of a thing. Um, is the body's eyes open? <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you could try. It could be. Show it to the one with the mirror. Yeah, that's my plan. That was exactly my plan. Let's morbid. give it a shot. Like, let's see what happens. All right. So, uh, give it a try. Uh, I'll distract Aaron. <laughs> um, not. I, I don't want to do this as like a skill roll. Sure. Just roll a d6. Tell me what you get. Oh lord. That's a one. Okay. It, it is sophisticated enough <laughs> to realize that one half of the face it's scanning is a mirror. Uh, and it does not okay. open. I will put it with evidence and we can try to hack it later. Looking around like the living room and maybe in the office, are there, again, I might be in the wrong universe, photographs or some kind of images of like people that she's known, that she's friends, family, loved ones, people who... Famous people that we might recognize that you might know and have a connection to? Um, why don't you do a skill roll for this one? Okay. Uh, why don't you do an intelligence observation? Yeah. Okay. Or it could be intelligence insight. I'll let you choose. Oh, I'll do intelligence insight. I can find. There it is. Nope, four and a five. Ugh. Rolling real good tonight. Okay. Doing really good. Um, so no, there isn't. There's not like an apparent collection of photographs on a table or a bookshelf. Nothing like that. I think once Haru is satisfied with the office, uh, want to use my KIA just to do a cursory like internet search mm -hmm. as to if her name has popped up in any recent big news. Sure. Uh, that's a good question. Um, nothing in particular recently. Okay. Um, she was, uh, the judge that oversaw the bankruptcy and dissolution of Tyrell Corp. Back right. in the day. Oh, well, that's, that's her big famous moment. Her, you know, 400 different coffee cups mm -hmm. on TV kind of, kind of bit for judicial fame. Um, other than that, she's mostly a financial crime judge that does that, that kind of work most of the time. Hmm. Oh, not away. <laughs> Anybody want to look at anything else while you're here? I'm just going to check, yeah, the other, any other rooms in the unit. Sure. Um, any sign of disturbance or anything. There's, uh, four other bedrooms. Uh, none of them appear to be regularly occupied. Like, the closet space in them are empty. Um, but they're just there. 
one of them has actually been turned into like a home gym. Um, so she's got several, like a rowing machine and a treadmill and one of those stair climber things like firemen have in the firehouse. Those kind of things okay. in there. And I mean, she seemed like she was in pretty good shape. She's still standing. <laughs> so what you're saying is the unit is available. I mean, <laughs> it might be soon. Um, I think Aaron said that the cleaning staff was still on site. Yeah, they're still in Are the Are they building. available for us to speak to? Absolutely. Uh, Aaron will step away for a second and have a little conversation. Uh, just a couple of minutes. And... Yeah. Kind of last I can think of, that was just kind of cursory. Uh, hmm? Any signs of a break-in? Windows? Certainly not. Okay, I didn't think so, but... At this altitude, if a window was broken out, it would be like a hurricane in here. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, no. Okay. Nothing like that. I make sure to show them all the Tyrell disillusion case. Just find a headline and... That's where I knew the name from. Interesting. Never heard of her. Uh, does she have an assistant? Uh, most assuredly. Um, let's see. Maybe I'm like... Google the name of her assistant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also easy. Like, it's super easy to figure out, like, her office contact information. Yeah. Like, that's not a pro That's very public knowledge. Um, she's got both a personal assistant and, like, a law clerk that both kind of fill assistant roles. Uh, the personal assistant handles more of the outside work, social stuff, and that kind of thing. And the law clerk... Um, does the law stuff. Does all of the work-related stuff. <laughs> My law clerk friends will harm me for that show later. Uh, They're the, far too busy to actually watch the show. So, um, the uh, the law clerk mm -hmm. is actually a Nexus Nine replicant. Oh. Um goes by the name of Noah and the personal assistant is Olivia uh, Liams L-I-A-M-S would you like uh, like registration number for Noah or is Noah okay I think Noah is fine okay I just wanted to check I'm happy to come up with one if you want no but... it's okay <laughs> I'm sorry, which one was the clerk? Which one was the personal assistant? Noah is the law clerk. Okay. Replicant. Known replicant. Olivia Liams is the PA. Um, I'll forward the info about the case to... Do we have another um, Wallace contact besides Quell? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh... I mean, Quell's the only one that, that has directly interacted with your group. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do, do you want to talk to Wallace? That could be fun. No. <laughs> How are we feeling about talking to Wallace? <laughs> they can wait. Well, not if the ones that called us in on this. They have no... No, yeah. Mm -mm. They have no dog in this fight. 
They don't get to tell me what to do today. Mm-mm, not today. Tomorrow, probably. No. <laughs> but um, I'm just wondering. more news of this gets out. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'd be interested in to know. <sighs> That's up to you. Mm. I think we got enough people to talk to. I'm more inclined to piss on their boots than lick them. <laughs> I'm not saying they're help we're helping them out, but maybe they have some insight into who might have had some bad blood with the judge. It's them. Yeah. But, Probably. Well, but, I don't know, because she was part of the dissolving of Tyrell that Tyrell let Wallace pick up the pieces. Yeah. But we don't know what they dissolved and what they let the Tyrells keep. Mm. Well, there are no more Tyrells anymore. Mm. Hmm. Maybe I found a new job as an arborist. Technically, you saved one. Sure. Oh, sure. By marriage. Right. That doesn't <laughs> count. That's a Tyrell consort. <laughs> I mean... They don't call him Mr. Lilith because he's not a Tyrell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but from what you saw, what Lilith still had was much diminished. Right. Okay. Hang on to it for now. Uh, what all from here is getting added to the public, well, to the LAPD file? Not just the intergroup notepad. Uh, I think most of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think of, I can think of anything I keep Yeah, mm -hmm. to myself. Okay. Uh, are you, um, going to call in Coco to pick up the body? The mm. two halves? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not okay. doing that. Mm -mm. I pay him the big money for that. I got as close enough as I wanted to, thank you. You did. You got yeah, right up in right. You really did. Um, yeah. Is there anything else? Oh, you wanted Cleaners. to talk to those cleaners. Yeah. Uh, they, um, they arrive. It's a team of five. Um, that seems like a mix of there are two replicants and three that aren't. Um, and the three that aren't kind of vary in age, the oldest being probably mid, mid late fifties. Okay. And then all the way down to the youngest looks maybe 20, um, hard to tell. Um, but they've got like a, it's sort of like a big push cart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have wheels. It has like soft padded feet so it doesn't make noise going up and down the hallways mm. or in the apartment it comes in and they push it in and it kind of not like human feet but like <laughs> that's what i was picturing it's not like, what <laughs> it's not like, like human feet on a wheel it really wasn't it's just a gonk droid it's fine <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. not the <laughs> setting um, yeah, those are yeah. definitely quiet. It's, it's not like some <laughs> flesh-crafted <laughs> horror. <laughs> That's not... Well, I think I found the culprit, guys. They just needed a tire change. <laughs> parts is parts. Oh, I forgot to tell you, both feet were missing. <laughs> oh. No. It's a real stumper. Please <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and they're all wearing um, kind of these powder blue onesie overall kind of kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and the cart is just filled with all kinds of 
cleaning things. You know, all the various tools. There's, you know, steamer and several vacuum cleaners and all all of the all of the stuff you could possibly want to clean a big place like. Um, and they're like, yes, what? How and long? They're ago? all kind of looking nervous to be back in this apartment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how long ago did you clean this apartment? Um, just not, we, we came in not, not long ago, um, like an hour. Do you clean this apartment every day? Uh, yes, yes. Um, On a scale from the most messy to the least messy, how messy was it this morning? Uh, not, not very. Um, it certainly wasn't like after a party night or anything. Um, like a one to ten, ten being very messy, one being not messy at all. One, one and a half. Okay, so like she wasn't here. Yeah, she didn't seem to have, Hmm. uh, didn't even seem to have eaten dinner Hmm. here. There weren't any dishes in the sink. You clean her, never mind. Well, of course. (gasps) Was there anything unusual from, like, how you usually find it, aside from the obvious? Uh, I mean... It was unusual that the bed didn't appear slept in. Okay. It was still made. Well, I should say it was still turned down. The clothes from last night, were they going out clothes? Or the clothes that were we found by the tub, were they going out clothes? Uh, I mean, yeah, it looks like they okay. were a nice outfit. Got it. Not Black tie. Yeah. I mean, in that neighborhood. It wasn't like... It wasn't like a full, dazzling evening dress. Yeah, not Met Gala, but Fairly like... conservative... But going nice. to the Philharmonic yeah. outfit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll get the names of all of the cleaning staff. Just to get sure. You can totally have them. From the mm-hmm. um, possibilities. Does she often have visitors? Um, she, on, on Monday nights, she always has a group that seems to come over for dinner. Is um, it the same group? I'm not, I'm not on the list. I, I'm not here when they have the dinner. I, I just clean it up. Right. And does she have other kinds of visitors? Um, certainly not usually when we arrive. She's You're not fairly early. From lots of people or no, orgy? Not, won't say never. She certainly entertains sometimes. Okay. But uh, not super regularly. It's not a bacchanalia festival every other night or anything. Nice place to have one. Uh, all right. I'm good. Uh, while they're questioning the cleaning crew, I'm going to kind of lean over to the security officer and just confirm, you rec- you recognize these faces? They've worked here? Yes. Okay. Yes. And they're all background checked and clearanced before they're allowed to work in the building. Sure. Just want to make sure it wasn't, you know what? I mean, this guy's hit squad or something. We even put them up in UN housing. Oh. Uh-huh. That's part of the job. So. Working in the wrong line of business. Mm, cleaning up after people, I don't know if that's worth UN housing. Obviously not like an apartment like this. Oh, God. <laughs> but much could more you, like... Could you imagine? Much more like the uh, police issue apartments you could get a hold of. Mm. Like Leah had that you visited last time. Do any of the cleaning staff look more nervous than the other ones. I think both replicants look nervous. Um especially given how well armed you are when you're asking <laughs> a question. Um I they're 
they're definitely a step above the humans level of nervousness. Okay. Uh, and the humans kind of have a descending level of nervousness. Like the older cleaner is <laughs> definitely much. like, I've seen some shit. Yeah. Uh, but, Literally. But uh, it's more like uh, you can tell that the middle one is the one that discovered the body. Okay. So they're pretty disturbed. Uh, if you ask any specific questions about it, they were like, I walked in, I saw that she was standing there naked, and I immediately apologized and walked out of the room, and then I didn't hear any response. We did the rest of the place. I came back to see if she had left the bathroom for us to clean it, and standing in the exact same spot, not moved, then I realized what was going on, and we immediately left and called security. Who knows? There's no evidence of pets, right? She. No. Okay. You don't, in fact, see anything really alive in the apartment? That's fair. I think more to, like, put on a show of normalcy, Haru is going to run the other, run the replicants on the uh, cleaning crew, just run them through the system, just check them out. Sure, sure. Um, They both come up as registered Nexus 9s. They've been recently employed here in the last six to eight months. It's more of the like I'm a replicant, you're a replicant, you know this is my job, you're doing your job. Sure. I'm just gonna... And they, I mean, they both like give the thumbprint yeah. and they, you know, whatever other information you need. Yeah, I just make it really normal. But... Sorry, there sounds like somebody's out back like hammering. Beating a rug. Yeah. yeah. Something. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> weird. That's all my questions for yeah, the like, cleaning crew. Can't think of anything else? You guys kind of covered... Yeah. The, from what they tell you, the only room that remained uncleaned was the bathroom. Okay. All right, I want to leave before Coco gets here. He weirds me out. <laughs> oh. Probably too late at this point, because they probably would have cleaned other apartments, but trash, things that you might have found when you were cleaning okay. the apartment? Uh, Like we said, nothing major. There wasn't a big mess to clean up. Um, <sighs> It's already been sent down the chute. That's what I figured. Um, we haven't done that many other apartments, so it'd probably be at the top if you want to go downstairs and look. Want to go dumpster diving, Gavin? Uh, sure. Want to go dumpster diving? <laughs> sure. Can't think of anything else I'd rather do. <laughs> <laughs> so that road is open to you if you're interested. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Love it. Amazing. This coming from the person who sleeps in piles of garbage. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, I mean, maybe one of you new, did. Maybe it's a new crash pad. <laughs> yeah, hey, this could be a nice, sweet spot. I bet they throw away good stuff here. <laughs> prime real estate. Trash in, in LA. Yeah, better than red light flyers and beer cans. <laughs> so, anything else here that you guys want to? Uh, let's mark that down as the first shift of the new. Yes, shift one, day one. Just to mess myself up, I did put it at shift three, just because it's when it happened. Same. Fair enough. Um, we'll, we'll, let's just reset it to the, the morning. Yeah, great. That's fine. That way it's easier to keep track of 
as we progress. Yes. Uh, okay. So, um, where does everybody think they want to head? Well, I'm taking her KIA. Or, sure. well, Gavin has her KIA because he tried to use it. But I'd like to take have that examined. Sure. Unlocked. You can take it back to headquarters and our weird otaku tech guy. Happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to have any contact with anything. I'm sure you could. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't make me go see the gun nut. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh, I'm totally down to go see the gun nut. I want to. I think I want to go That's back to <laughs> the uh, precinct so I can try to see if I can track where she may have gone after the the, the, the harmonic. Okay. Okay. So. You're going to try and get into the KIA. You're going to try and track your location after the concert. Mm -hmm. um, I want to go back and look for similar crimes. If there, mm. uh, if this MO has appeared before in any okay. recent, preferably, or historic Check the crimes. files. Sure, sure. <laughs> I want to bother her personal assistant. Okay. I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start with, uh, let's start with, um, going back and checking the records. Um, uh, let's, hmm, this would probably be an intelligence tech role. Okay. To get what you need out of the LAPD mainframe. Mm, we're not super great at that, but we'll give it a try. I believe in you. Let's try. Don't let me get, get this wrong. You're going to get something out of this, whatever your role result is. Don't accidentally crush the computer. <laughs> I don't know how to computer, actually. I mean, if you get all ones, then maybe we'll have a discussion about don't how you mess up files are in the computer. <laughs> They're inside of it. <laughs> okay, I got a 10, so that's two successes. Very good. Okay. Hi, can you computer? Um, you you don't find any directly related bisection murders. Um, <laughs> sure. the, especially not cauterized like this. Mm -hmm. Um, you have there is a record of a number of crimes dating back over years of like limb removal. Ooh, sure. Okay. Uh, that crimes that in some cases have been cauterized, like they've been done with some kind of a hot something. And the answers vary, right? Like okay. some of them, it was like somebody literally like put a knife in a fire or over an electric burner until it was glowing and then went to town on somebody. Some of them are industrial related, okay. like various uh like welding instruments or, or plasma. plasma torches yeah. that kind of thing Wouldn't, are any of those portable enough to be plausible for our crime uh yeah okay. um some like yes it is possible that something like a like a plasma cutter is portable enough energy density problems have kind of been solved at this point since you can have flying cars and mm -hmm. things like that um and the actual plasma cutter is only a handheld thing with like a battery pack probably okay fair enough 
much in the same way we think of now, like, um, you know, like a battery-powered skill saw. This. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't have to go home every day and put 3D batteries in the back of our phone anymore. <laughs> you know, as horrific as that would be. Ugh. My cellular phone weighs 17 pounds. <laughs> and I can knock myself unconscious if I'm reading in bed. <laughs> Amazing. Um, are all of these, are any of these unsolved? A bunches. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I say, none of them listed are specifically, and certainly nothing that has like opposed body. Yeah. Uh, okay. you're, you're not finding anything like that. Um, and are any of the victims in a similar line of work to our judge? Hmm. Um, there have been a couple of powerful people that have been, well, probably not, no, not with the same type of murder. Okay. Not with any kind of dismemberment or separation kind of murder. Okay. You do find, like, a list of people above a certain pay grade in the UN that have had violent ends, uh, but usually it's gun or knife defenestration from the <laughs> shoved out a window Weird. Weird. who would do such a thing <laughs> never gonna forget that so messy <laughs> okay all right well i have some murder weapon ideas now cool sure uh... and it's easy for you to make the connection that whatever was used was definitely more than somebody heating up a knife yeah. Right, because this cut through bone. It would cool and... like halfway through if it was just a hot right. Yeah, unless they just repeatedly were doing it over and over again. Maybe she was a wax figure and we just right. didn't notice. <laughs> you get a call from Coco in about 20 minutes like, you sent me out to pick up a melted wax, wax figure. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's your birthday cake. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's probably not the case. It looks like it might have been an industrial kind of a tool okay. or something. Uh, some kind of a weapon that you're not familiar with, mm -hmm. even. Okay? Yep. Cool. Let's go over here. Yep. Hmm. Let's get into that KIA. Okay. Um, so, uh, why don't you do an empathy connections? And this would be like... Oh, yeah. I know that guy. Oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> you blow on these for good luck. <laughs> Are you sure? You blow on them for good <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I notoriously roll well. Go on. Kind of in chaos and order yeah. here. Uh, hey. One success. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you make your way into the bowels of the LAPD building. <laughs> And you find uh, essentially the IT department, right? Oh boy! Um, and it's it's a windowless room uh, with with a variety of odd smells wafting. No, oh my god! And this is no insult to IT people; no. it's the the poor working conditions that they're shoved into. And in honest. many cases, what? And honest, <laughs> for sure. Um. You get in there, and from behind the desk, 
because he's doing such an excellent job in Loki season two. Yeah. Uh, yes. You run into uh, the LAPD version of uh, OB. Oh. It pops up from behind the desk. Uh, in the mid, like in the middle of fixing a KIA, right? <laughs> like it is, it looks like it got shot, uh-huh. like a grazing shot right across sure. the screen. Uh, so replacing the screen and the, all the wires are out, and mechanics are all over the place. Okay. Um, and let's say, let's say his name is George. All right, best friend. <laughs> So he's there. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> uh, you have found the person that's a KIA expert. Okay. So like when we call the help desk, like he's it. He's the... pretty much. It's either him or somebody else that works here that's not as good at KIA, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Clearly, he's it. He's IT. He's, he is all of IT. Oh man. He's mm. it. Oh my. I'm here all night, folks. <laughs> So, so I'll go up to him and ask, can you, un- can you unlock this device for an investigation? Oh, I'm sure. And he takes it from you. And then, like, as soon as he has it in his hand, he's like, this isn't one of ours. It's UN. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's take a step back here. Uh... You're supposed to have access to this device, right? For an investigation, yes. Very good. And you filed all the appropriate paperwork for that. Pending. It's a lot of paperwork. It is. You're right. You're right. (laughs) All right. Uh, So let me roll to see how successful he could be doing this. One success. So uh, it takes him the better part of an hour. Mm -hmm. Right? He has like two little leads that he's inserted into the case in two spots. He didn't even look like there were holes there Hmm. um, that he's got into it and it's running off to another computer that's running through all kinds of permutations on a little window and then there's other cable that's trailing off to what looks like an old school oscilloscope (laughs) and like he's tuning it and adding numbers into the whatever's happening on the computer window. Just completely beyond. Okay, yeah. Uh, the yeah. average kind of work here. All right. But uh, he manages to eventually get it to unlock. All right. Uh, when he does, it the screen flickers on, and it just says "Welcome, Judge," and then folds open into like a holographic display. Hmm. So it's sitting on the desk, but now it has sort of light origami itself into a, a whole hollow projector kind of a thing. I'm impressed. Um, and it has, like, a little window that's pending docket items, and then, uh, you know, a calendar and uh, contacts and... You go to recent calls. Sure. Um, <laughs> or, if, or if George can go to that. Sure, sure. Uh, well, now that it's open, he can unplug it and give it back to you. Okay. Um... Uh, recent calls, um, it looks like there's recent calls to both the law clerk and the personal assistant, um, that happened yesterday. The law clerk right at the end of business hours, 
at the personal assistant in the evening. Not not as late as the concert, but you know, dinner time ish. And was do I can I see if that was an answered call or was it a missed call to the judge? Either, uh, these either are calls them. outgoing. Outgoing to like them. recent calls to them. Okay. Um, the uh, most recent incoming calls. Um, there's probably one that's from like an automated number from the court. Okay. That's like. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah has been added to your docket schedule at the following time. Okay. And then um, it's just... The automation. Yeah, okay. yeah, that kind of a thing. Um, there's a couple of other contacts for uh, various people's names that you don't really know. Maybe the friends. Nothing specifically last evening. Okay. Um, George, I need a favor. Is there any way... You... I'm not getting a lot of info from the list of calls made. Are you able to track the, the positioning of the device to track its last locations? Oh, sh sure, sure. Let me think about it a minute. Go, George. We believe in you, George. <laughs> oh, yeah. George is like, no problem. And he just like kind of reaches up and swipes through the hologram mm -hmm. a couple of times. And then it literally has like... Uh, like a GPS fitness tracker map okay. <laughs> kind of that pops up. Um, and the uh, um, uh, it, it shows what she obviously took a spinner from the UN building to the concert. Mm -hmm. From the concert um, came back home. Okay. Uh, didn't stop anywhere in between the two. Uh, didn't go out for drinks or anything, but the timing, it looks like she did stay after the concert a little while, like there might have been a reception mm. after the concert, something like that. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, to answer your question in chat, James, uh, no, there weren't incoming calls that morning because she was discovered pretty early. Mm. So, like, we're just getting to court time now. Um, was it not sure if I, from the last session, if I requested it or, or if I was going to attempt it. But I wanted to check that data crystal, the um, the data, database of memories, cross-reference sure. if there were any that involved oh, mirrors. You, you did mention I that. I did, okay. You did mention that. Uh, you could totally have time to do that here, too. Um, I think we left off before yeah yeah um let me think i'm just posing it now reposing it for sure for sure uh there are several that come up that a couple that look like they're like memories that are sort of like a collection of folkloric uh sort of bad luck things like breaking a mirror is bad luck, oh, you know, okay. and then going down into, you know, don't step on the crack in the sidewalk. Uh, black cat crosses your path, cross the street, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, the own, the other memories that you find, there are a couple that have a significance to like looking in the mirror and seeing oneself. Uh, so it looks like some memories that were based on just observing oneself 
uh, in a way, and how it's never actually your real self. Okay. Like, there's some murkiness there. Like, when you look in the mirror, it's never what the world sees mm -hmm. because you're seeing it reflected back to you differently. Okay. Um, that kind of thing. But nothing that's like somebody being killed with a mirror or anything like that. So, if possible, I'd like to uh, ping Coco just like a text like, um, need time of death and blood analysis, human or replicant. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Good question. Um, Let me write it down. And time of death. Okay. Um, you get back an acknowledgement. Like, oh, certainly. I'm getting to work on it. Um, I'll be back to headquarters with the remains a little bit later. Um, and my last wish is... Um... <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry, guys. I'm going to do it. No, go for it. I'm going to ask... Uh, I'm going to let Quell know um, there's an interesting case that's come up regarding a judge who was assigned to the case for the disillusion of Tyrell. Hmm. Um, you're probably not put through directly. Yeah. But you get the chipper Wallace the automatic. Uh, uh, how fun uh, with that one? Uh, oh, God. Uh, but, well, like, happily takes a message uh, about this. And, like, it seems like as you add to what you were just saying... Like the, it's almost like the AI is like checkboxing keywords, mm -hmm. and like, oh, your message seems to be of a priority nature. I will make sure it's delivered at the top of the mailbox. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Uh, if you need to be contacted, is this number a good number to contact you? Uh, if Quell has any questions. Yes. Very good. Thank you for calling Wallace Corporation. Uh, please stay on the line for your customer satisfaction. Sir. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I hang up. So hard. That's I'm good. So uh, you'll get back the information from Coco next shift. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so investigating the gala, at least at the moment, is a bit of a ruse. I oh. am more interested in what kind of records would the LAPD have on the replicant officers in the force? Is there a registration list? Basically, Gavin is concerned, wants to know if the LAPD knows. That he's a replicant. Oh, all right, that's fun. So uh, I don't know what that looks like, but that's that's his goal in this. Okay, the S for walls for lying. No one goes to the S for wall for genuine reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Only lies. Only lies. Um. Well. Uh. Okay. First things first. Um. Why don't we do? Like an intelligence tech role. Okay. Unless you're going to try and convince someone to search for you, but then... No, that's, yeah. we, don't need, <laughs> no, no. we don't need that. 
intelligence and tech. Eight and the six. Ooh. Hey, look at that pushing. All right. Look at that pushing. Look at that pushing. Are you kidding me? Oh no! Oh, oh. Yeah, we're gonna push. I have to push again. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna swap those. Roll different dice. You want some luck? <laughs> yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Two sixes. Yay! Yay! Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> That's okay. Use up all that resolve. All your res you're like it's out now, easy right? to come by. No, I have one left. One left. Oh. Uh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous laughter. <laughs> um, so, you probably you spent some time at the computer terminal, and you're searching and you're searching. Uh, you've finally uh, you're able to kind of mentally engineer your way into the deputy chief's files. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, because he uses a stupid password. And you manage to piece it together like, uh, you know, it's probably... Go Dodgers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, password. yeah, it's, password's it's uh, you know, the deputy chief is awesome. Yeah. With an ex <laughs> like two exclamation points. I'm the, the best. End. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And so you get into the file list. Uh, there is a listing of replicant officers, um, but it is only the ones that you know. Okay. So you do not find any information about yourself or Fior. Okay. Not that you knew you were looking, yeah, but I wasn't. Yeah. It's not like, oh look, <laughs> look what I also found. Oh my. No, but oh, you are not listed. Normal okay. Nexus 9 models. And the files don't seem encrypted at all. They don't seem like they're... I mean, they were locked in his private... Like, like, there's no... I don't know how files work. <laughs> no. Encoded? It doesn't seem That's like, the word. It doesn't seem like they're... Like, this is accessible to the deputy chief at pretty much any time. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Um, great. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want while I'm in here. <laughs> uh, yes, and I will message you more about this later. Okay. Um, I guess when meaning this in the deputy chief's files, maybe it might be anything about the murder of Wyatt Hunter, and we can figure that out at a later time. We can retroactively figure that out. But I, one of those things that I had been fleshing out my brain, like, I realized I haven't told Dave any of this. Maybe I should give Dave some yeah, that'd information. Be, that'd be great. <laughs> I, I mean, I can make some stuff up if you want. <laughs> but I think we should collaborate on making that yeah. stuff up. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Uh, so you do find okay. a file. Cool. Uh, that's fine. And I guess any... Any orders from Wallace Corp about hidden replicants? Like, anything that's going to try to, like... Basically, Gavin needs to know who knows. Mm -hmm. um, there probably is... Um, 
basically just sort of like an onboarding email for like using replicants in the LAPD and kind of a like there's a contact list of Wallace people like if you have an officer that's exhibiting these kinds of behaviors contact this person and if uh you know um if you have feedback contact this person that kind of stuff uh but there is an email like that that says that there will be some undercover officers that are added to uh. the roster uh, to see how that interaction plays out with other cops. And it doesn't give any indication, like, who would have that information. I'm, Probably I'm, just Wallace whoever, Corp. Yeah. The, um, it said, like, they are not going to be listed to the LAPD at all. Okay. Like, they're sent in as transfer officers and... That's and who who sent this email? It's just a generic Wallace email. Is it from Quell? Um, it's actually from that uh, O'Leary, the mm. engineering mm-hmm. head, the one that was a memory implant specialist. Yeah. Okay. That's who sent that. Quell is like the PR. Yeah, fire putter router. The fixer, yeah, you will. <laughs> um, and this is this is that engineer that's responsible for memory implantation, and therefore would be connected to this program. Okay, I can add something funny, which is that uh, if it's okay with you, Dave, Hunter was hired. Hunter was not brought on like a normal Nexus replicant. We were hired. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Passed a job interview. And yeah, everything. we were hired. We're like. Real employees. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I just think it's funny. It's fine. <laughs> I think, I think actually, they're probably not even on the list that yeah. you found. That's probably the information you. Mm. I was like, I don't. I actually don't think that Harry would be on some of that stuff. I was thinking about it. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. Hired yeah. after the fact, not directly from Wallace. Yeah. We were just hired yeah. like people. Yeah, we're people. <laughs> I'm sure it fits really well. <laughs> oh, that feels real good. Yeah, that feels mm, that's lovely. Um, cool. I found some uh, lemon juice that I'm just gonna put right <laughs> in that right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Let me know when you want your knife back. Oh no, you can hold on to that for now. Appreciate it. Um, cool. So yeah, then I will try to do a cursory search about the gallop to cover up. You know. Sure. But. My main focus was that investigation. Um, let's see. You find out uh, that the performance last night was sort of the first in a new series where they're kind of going through, like, the history of music in popular art forms. Oh, love that. show, yeah. <laughs> so it's... Uh, some of it's, like, the music of the movies and television and then into video games and interactive hollows and all of that so it's kind of this progression of of that kind of stuff that's being performed love that um any information as far as uh looking at her ticket where she was seated possibly who she might have been seated by I might have a handout. Oh! Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, so, 
Uh, have you anybody been to the Disney concert hall? Me. Mm-hmm. It's still there. Of course it is. It's yeah. a thing. Disney's it's still been, there. It's been built higher. Ooh. Uh, so the actual whole foundation of the building was lifted up. Sorry, everybody at home, if I whacked the microphone <laughs> in the gesture of lifting a concert hall. Um, but so it is up. So the only way to get into the concert hall is via spinner. Okay. Um, it doesn't have ground access. Mm-hmm. Any. And there's, it's not like got parking. It's Underneath people it. are dropped off. Spinner flies off. That kind of thing. Wow. Um, she was seated. I'm making a little X on the chart. Uh, so the way the concert hall is set up, there's seating actually behind the orchestra. Also, um, she was sitting in the orchestra view section. Mm. In the green. I will hold this up to the camera so people at home can see. Disney Concert Hall. It's a good building. It's a really cool. It's really venue. cool. I saw Herbie Hancock there. All right. Yeah. Um, and you know that those seats are very yeah. pricey. Um, but you don't have access to like ticket information from here. Right. That's how they can escape. Yeah. Knowing who was sitting around, it would be wealthy or important people, but... And then any kind of surveillance as far as who she left, like, who, did you come in with anybody? Did you leave right. with anybody? Um, there is a, a series of Esper cameras that are kind of mounted at the edges of the property. Mm. Uh, so it shows where... Spinners pull up and people can get out and, and get in. Uh, so uh, she arrived um, with her uh, personal assistant in a spinner. Um, you have that on video. Uh, you're able to, you see like, okay, well, out steps the judge and then out steps some other woman. Mm. Um, but the personal assistant does not go into the venue. Uh, they have a little discussion of some kind, and then personal assistant gets back in the spinner and leaves. Um, at the end of the night, uh, directly after the concert, there's a big group. Of, you know, lots of people are leaving the venue. She does not appear in that footage. She appears with a smaller group of people leaving later, uh, presumably the ones that stayed for some kind of reception. Kind of a thing, like a meet and greet with the artists mm-hmm. sort of deal. Um, she is chatting with uh, two people. Um, and one of them um, flamboyantly dressed uh, looks like a Korean woman um, wearing what looks like a tailored tuxedo. But with big shoulders. Oh, I love this. Like, <laughs> very big. Um, like, wearing, underneath the tuxedo, wearing, like, football pads. Oh. Size, like, big. Uh, and the other one is uh, very tall, like, NBA player size. Um, black man in a tuxedo. And they seem to have a discussion. 
The judge gets in her vehicle and leaves without them. Any kind of identifying uh, identification we can pull up for the two? Uh, yeah. Uh, one of them is very quick and easy to discover. Um, the uh, conductor of oh, the Philharmonic. Yeah. Oh, Gia Yoon. Gia Yoon, yes. Uh, and the other, you don't have a record. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Right, that's enough to go on, at least for now. Okay. I'm off to go bully an assistant. Yes. Uh, what that you guys have found is going in your collective file. Uh, I would upload everything about, like, possible weapons. I also have thought of one more thing I would want to search for while I'm there, if possible. Okay. Um, I wanted to look and see if there are were any crimes involving the judge, like mm. if she received any, like, threats or harassment, um, any, like, previous cases. Um, yes, to threats and harassment. Daily. Um... Credible or repeated ones. <laughs> uh, nothing. Nothing specific. Okay. Certainly, there's nothing that you see. That's like I'm gonna cut you in half. Breaking your head. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be waiting in your bathroom. She doesn't appear to have like a <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. see you in your mirror. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you leave the windows open because I'm coming in. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing. Nothing specific Ooh. like that. Um. Probably the most repeated is uh, it looks like there's some kind of a club owner that no longer is a club owner uh, okay. based on some kind of a suit that was uh, in front of the judge um, who repeatedly sends messages like, you know, someday I'm going to see you again. And Okay. But that's that's about the the extent seems regular okay and just upload that just in case sure person of interest sure potential person of interest. and how do i pin that on taffy yeah i know i'm like <laughs> and it's now taffy it's not it's specifically not taffy okay. he is still a club owner right but how do i pin this on him <laughs> he cut her in half with his burning wit <laughs> <laughs> Buy that somewhere, did he? <laughs> he could afford to. Because <laughs> he doesn't pay anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, you managed to look up... Uh, I've already Olivia. forgotten. Olivia. Um, are you planning to just go straight to her apartment? Or? Um, well, I think yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Very good. All right. Uh, so the direct uh, approach. Uh, you you look up and you're able to find her address and yep. make your way there. In a spinner with the whole like I'm very obviously a Blade Runner. Okay. Um, uh, you uh you get to the building and it's nice-ish, right? It's definitely a step above LAPD kind of housing. Kind of what um, I expect Gavin to live in. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is definitely, like, they're working a personal assistant job to an important, very wealthy person. Yeah. This is the overflow of that privilege. Um, and you get to the building. There is, a, a like, security check 
sure. to enter the building, but you can get through that with Show your badge. My badge. <laughs> That's fine. Um, you get up to the apartment, and it's, you know, 75 floors up. Um, you get there, and uh, it's just a standard-looking apartment kind of a door. It's not wooden. No, God. Um, it is. Uh, it is the kind of a door that looks like it's gonna recess in and slide to the side. Um, and Big. there's like a video doorbell kind of a thing set up next. Yeah, I ring the doorbell, but also bong, bong, bong on All the right. door. You do the immediate like doorbell ring. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me later after the stream to tell you my story about that very recently. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. I have a neighbor who is wild. Uh, you've heard some of the oh, stories. Oh, yeah. This is a new one. It's real good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, you ring, you bang on the door. Uh, inside, you immediately hear someone, and like the, the speaker comes on. Uh, yes, can I help you? LAPD, got some questions. Uh, can I see your identification, please? Badge, not even like face, just badge in front of the, the camera. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Super up close. Yeah. Fish eye badge. Uh, all right, just one second. And you hear some bumbling around inside, and the door unseals and slides to the side. And standing in front of you is a smartly dressed, um, looks like 30 ish year old uh, woman, um, kind of wearing a like a blue pantsuit sort of a thing. Um, and it looks like she was sitting at a desk setup that you can see down the hall. Um, so the chair is kind of pushed back and she's like, hey, what can I do for you? Ms. Liam, do you know, um, the whereabouts of your employer? Uh, I assume she's at home. She has court in All a right. few hours. We're going to start with the bad news then. Ms. Liam, is your employer, um... Judge uh, Belsley is uh, no longer with us. Oh, good heavens. Uh, what, what happened? That's what we're here to discuss. Well, was it some kind of an accident? Or are you implying that there was... It's under, I'm going to call it questionable circumstances. Oh. Well, c come in, come in. And she turns and walks you into beyond where the desk is there's a sort of living room setup um and she, she kind of walks in and has that look like she's a little in shock yeah about the news um what what uh what, what can i do uh, i'm gonna start with some basic questions where were you last night uh well last night i i dropped uh the judge off at her concert uh, and then I came home. And uh, your security system can confirm that. Uh, I'm I'm sure it can. Uh, uh, the uh, next question would be: uh, Does the judge have any known enemies? Oh, um, prominent ones. Well, she's generally accepted to be fairly fair. I would say. Um, I. I don't keep tabs on all of her decisions. Uh, that's more not my job. Um, I help with out-of-work uh, events and things. 
Um, she doesn't usually have extra security with her. Did something happen at the concert? No. Uh, so, uh, no. Um, so, so, no, she doesn't have a bodyguard or anything. She doesn't feel that she's been in fear of anyone in particular like that. I mean, her building is secure, so... Very. But you don't know of any notable stalkers or repeated threats? Um, and you get kind of the same information yeah. about the... There's this club owner that sends yeah. these disjointed emails often. Um, she's, she's seen some high-profile cases over the years, but I don't recall there being anybody in particular that has caused a problem because of them. Right. You know, it. in general, it seems like even when rich people lose money because they did something wrong, they still have more money. It's not the truth. They're generally not that upset. Except for apparently this guy. Fair. Uh, he wouldn't qualify as what I would call a rich person. <laughs> Uh, so I think he cared a little more than many. And she's never received any significant blowback for the Tyrell case? No, not that I'm aware of. No. Interesting. I wasn't working for her back then. Fair enough. That was uh, before both of our time. Hmm. Well, if you think of anything or find anything out of place in your records, will you... Give me a message. Certainly, certainly. Um, do I need to, to do anything? Do I need to go fill out any paperwork about this? or As of now, uh, just answer the when we call. Certainly, certainly. Uh, can I contact her legal counsel and begin the process of dealing with her death? And I think that's fair, but you're not going to be able to get the body for a while. It is currently evidence. Oh, God. Uh, yes, uh, certainly. Well, I'll, I'll contact the lawyers and, and see what they recommend, I guess. Yeah. Does she have any next kin? Um, she didn't have any children herself, no. Um, she does have some family. I assume they're going to hear from the lawyers when they get to that phase. All right. Well, um, she had a, a brother that lives um, up north in Seattle. And uh, then she has a, a niece and a nephew. The nephew or the one of the two lives here in L.A. We will uh, probably I, be reaching out to most of them. Certainly, certainly, but I've never met them. I couldn't. And your law counterpart, uh, Noah. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Let us reach out to them first. Oh. Oh, do you think he was involved? Just going by the book. Do you think I'm involved? Oh, God. <laughs> Just answer when we call. Oh, all right. All right. Well, if there's anything else I can do for you, please just let me know. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, let me get busy. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't even offer you. Did, you. did you want a bottle of water or anything? I'm all right, thank you. I don't uh, need a lot of that. All right. Well, uh, again, I'll, I'll be here. If you need anything, just contact me. Haru unceremoniously just kind of leaves. <laughs> <laughs> this interaction is done. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, I am done talking to you. Goodbye. End transmission. Yeah. Yeah. You're sitting in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That wraps up uh, shift two. Uh of this investigation. So moving on to shift three. Um, at um, the beginning of this shift, uh, well, let's talk about where you guys think you might be heading. And then we'll see. Um, I think I'm sticking around LAPD headquarters because okay. I wanted to see if um, Fjord was able to get into the KIA. And I have some questions for our lovely um, dead person examiner. Oh, That's okay. not the official term for that. Coroner. <laughs> <laughs> Coco, he gets to be the I mean, dead person examiner. <laughs> dead person enthusiast. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He can just have a, a, a list of amazing job titles on his business cards. <laughs> um, sure. I'm going to go visit Noah. All right. Wherever they keep Noah. <laughs> Old storage. It's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, oh, years back now, somebody was super shocked that I didn't know. Oh, it was way back when you guys were doing the old vampire game. Oh, Happy Jacks. And I'd never ago. played a game with you yet. Uh-huh. And we'd announced that we were going to be doing the Tales from the Loop or... No, Rifts. Rifts was the first Rifts. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... People are like, oh, it's great that you get to play with all your friends. And I'm like, no, it's great that I get to play with new people, too, that yeah. I don't know. And they're like, what do you mean you don't know Sam? She <laughs> does happy... And I'm like, we don't all live in cryopods underneath <laughs> two garage. It's like yeah. uh, children in school and their yeah. teachers are outside yeah. of school. Yeah, Just open the Tupperware and yeah. let us out. <laughs> Our one game, and then we have great. to go back. <laughs> like I'm like, no, there's lots of people that I don't know until I get a chance to play a game with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a treat. Yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. That was a weird aside. I don't know why I decided to land <laughs> on it in my brain. I mean, you have to start with me. No, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Well, so I just found out from George slash Obi. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the KIA is unlocked. And so I can see where she'd been. Just went to the concert, lingered, and then went back. Um, have I heard from the coroner yet? Uh, you will, this shift, okay. you will get the message back with that information. Okay. For sure. Um, did we ever go through the trash pile? <laughs> no. Oh, boy. It's going to trash party alone. Um, Was there any doubt you were going to go alone? <laughs> <laughs> I did not RSVP to that party. <laughs> I don't go if Gavin invites, invites me to a trash party. I go of my own volition. Okay, all right. <laughs> left me on read. Yeah. Just left me. Yep. Um, I will go back to the apartment to just ruffle. Leave no stone unturned. Sure. All right. Like a real human investigator. I have absolutely no idea. Um, I mean, you can see about tagging along this. Yeah, that's too. a good idea. I think I I am going to tag along to um, if. 
Haru doesn't mind tagging along. Yeah, like, they upload everything about the conversation with... The very uneventful conversation with um, Olivia. And it's like, next stop, to tell the next person. Great. Why don't I come along as someone who can actually talk to people? I did fine. Mm. <laughs> Look at the transcript. <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> yeah, so I'll tag along to the Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um... As we get started here, let's let's start with uh, you get a message back from Coco. Um, the judge is absolutely not a replicant, um, and the time of death was um, approximately forty-five minutes to an hour after the judge would have gotten home from okay. the concert. Concert. <laughs> Um, it's a little hazy on an, like an exact time of death because the manner of death mm. is kind of extreme. And also, uh, Coco's theory is that uh, it kept the body temperature higher because of however much heat was applied. Mm. So, And that's kind of how they determine how long a person gotcha. has been dead when they're discovered. Okay, Blood stayed hotter longer. Um, and, uh, toxicology, any, anything unusual in the blood, sedatives, narcotics, uh, opioids? He hasn't had a chance to run the, like, literally he just did okay. the first two things that you had messaged about. Okay. Well, those are the questions I'll pose to him. Sure. Sure. Thanking them, first of all. Sure. Oofed. Um, and I've not, I'm, I'm on the top of the mailbox. Well, to get back to me. Sure. You might get a call back here in a minute. Oh. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well that's all I have, and then I'll go back to where I'm going to sort through the trash. <laughs> uh okay. Um can I pollute so high? <laughs> you uh just arrive at the lowest level of that UN tower. Yummy. Uh, it is still a secured building, even at the bottom floor, right? Um, but with your badge, you can get access to get inside. Um, and there is like a full one of those 40 foot long skip loader dumpsters mm -hmm. uh, that's underneath just a big looks chute. Yeah, it looks like the bottom of the uh, sand crawler in Star Wars. <laughs> but it doesn't suck up anything. It all just falls in. Okay. Um, you're. I'll, I'd say you probably have a minute of looking at the dumpster going. <laughs> uh, and in that minute, you actually get a call uh, from a number you do not recognize. Um, it is not a Wallace number. It doesn't look like it's coming from Wallace Corp. You've seen the Wallace calls come up with. Uh, you know, the, the full, like, Wallace display when they're mm. connecting, but... They want to talk to you about your extended warranty. Yeah. About your extended warranty. Or installing solar, <laughs> even now. Or my... We haven't seen the sun in the 25 years. <laughs> yep. They want to talk to me about the newest Wells Fargo scam. Oh. <laughs> no. 
They're um, like, uh, if you don't send us a bunch of account, uh, Google yeah. Play gift cards, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to call the sheriff on you for tax evasion. <laughs> so, I, and I don't recognize this as, does Quell ever contact us by a number that we recognize? From... You've never seen this Never seen this number. Might be a robocall. Which is very relative these days. Okay, I'll go ahead and accept it. Okay. Now can it I, is a robocall. Can I record? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 Got him. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh God! No, just a minute. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Just uh, after the beep, leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm literally. I anyway. just imagine now there's there's whole floors with like 250 replicants just dialing numbers, <laughs> random <laughs> numbers, calling. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> can I record this call, or is this like uh, you can? You can't. You can. Okay, I'm recording. Um, and immediately, the face pops up on the other side, and it takes you a second to recognize the face because they're not wearing any makeup. Um, but it is, uh, the Frankenstein ballet dancer. Oh, from the other day. And she is in tears and is immediately like, I didn't know who to call. Uh, I, I need help. I, my, my friend is dead. You know, the, the other dancer from the other night. All right. You were so nice when you came to the club. So I got... I tried to get a hold of, of of you. Where are you now? Um, I met this after hours kind of a club place. Okay. I came here. I came here just to relax. After uh, after doing my last shift. So tell me what happened. But I I'm, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Someone told you your friend was dead, no, or were you found? This this place, like I was, he was here with me, and he kind of disappeared through the night. And then I was here hanging out. And then they're closing up. The lights came on. I heard a scream from the back. I ran back there, and he's dead in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Um, you remember? Your, what... You met him too. The the guy that did the wrestling. I remember. Show. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Um, what's your location? And she sends it to you. It's it's a club. Okay. Um, well, it's less a club and more like one of those like after the clubs close, people can come here kind of places. Okay. Okay. Which kind of explains why it's just closing now, okay. like midday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. I'll tell her I'm on my way over. Oh. Okay. Okay. The, they said they'd let me wait inside. All right. I'm headed over. All right. Too bad. Um. Didn't say when I was gonna head over. <laughs> I mean, is there any point in going through the trash, or is it just like buried now? I mean, it would take you the whole shift of searching through trash. Yeah, it's okay. I'll go. I'll go to where. Um, do I know the her name? Uh, sure. I think we have at some point. I don't know if I ever actually gave a name, or if it was just uh the um if it was just the uh. The description of their dance outfits. I think so. Yeah. That's what I remember. I did love their dance <laughs> Um Her name is Amelia. 
Um, all right. Well, I will just let my teammates know that outside of this investigation, I have to investigate something else. <laughs> something more important than another, a UN judge? Another another crime. Via message. <laughs> another uh, another possible homicide. Related? Question mark. Unknown. I'm on the books or off? On the books. Why didn't why weren't we notified? Um, I'm sure a call has just gone through. It was just very recent, so I'm going to uh, investigate one of the an associate of the victim. I don't you have to say the trash smelled bad. <laughs> uh, not as not as bad as the stink waves from you every every morning before your shift. <laughs> I shower. <laughs> it rains a lot in LA. <laughs> Who's dead? Um, one of the dancers that we met. You're gonna have to narrow that down. I meet a lot of people. <laughs> I meet a lot of dancers. So do I. Sometimes I stay the night. But this is someone uh, that I met. I just relate to them like the night that we met. But mm -hmm. saw the dancers. Well, you guys all saw. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Warrior I, show. yeah. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> so it is a personal matter. No, this is an official matter. It could be both. Bingo. Let us know. Can you back up? Uh, I might be calling on you, Kestrel. Good to know. <laughs> you get to deal with Taffy. I'd like to deal with his face. All right. So I head over. Okay. Um, you get to this club, and it's it's a place that it has no signage, right? It's like a back door on the side of a building. Um, you go inside and it's got, uh, like a switchback stairway that goes down two floors. So like the stairs are actually longer. Like when stairs go up just one level, it kind of does up and then mm -hmm. up again. This is like a whole floor down and then a whole floor down again. So it's like double the, yeah. the distance down. Uh, you get down inside and the place is just covered in various fabric textures. Like, all of the upholstery around the place is, like, different. Okay. So it looks like somebody ran through a bunch of scraps and just threw it on everything. Um, the reason why you can see all this so well is the lights are on, most of the chairs are upturned on top of tables, they've done some cleaning out in the main room, but... You see, sitting next to the bar at a table is Amelia, and she still just kind of looks upset. Um, and she sees you come in, and she goes, oh, "He's back, back, back there, back there." Okay, so I'll let I'll let everyone else know that it was at I'm at the scene. The crime. I'll ping my location for Kestrel. Just for Kestrel. You're occupied, aren't you guys? Right? You didn't want to join me in the dumpster dive. No. <laughs> absolutely not. All right. This is my kind of dumpster diving. <laughs> oh. I'll remember that next time. Um, and then I'll, I'll head over to her and try to console. You see... Excuse me. You see that there's uh, somebody that's kind of sitting with her at the table. Um, just... And uh, they kind of look up at you and, and give you like a... Okay, and kind of point down a little hallway off the back. 
Um, yeah. Do you want to go back there, or do you want to yeah. stop at the table first? Um, I'll I'll stop at the table. I just want to clock who this person is with her. Okay. Um, she kind of says like this is he's the bartender. Um, he told me I could stay, and I told him I would call a nice uh person that. Well, did she ever find out you were a cop? No. Nope. <laughs> I don't think so. Um. But I think she was made aware that you were part of the group that Taffy was talking to. You know, yeah. Because we came in and started talking to Taffy after we met them. That's right. And we were yeah. hanging out with these two. That's right, because they were the first ones we met. And in. these two yeah. were the obvious cops. Yeah. Yep. No. What so, do you mean? What? So You walked into the front door with your badge out. Oh, right. <laughs> also, I look like a SWAT team. Yeah, a single woman SWAT team. <laughs> so, yeah, we made ourselves. Okay. So I'm at um, least very cop-friendly. <laughs> that was very subtle. We could surmise. <laughs> Let it be known Joey's a good producer. Hey, I did it. <laughs> I'm doing my job. Um... So uh, he he said that he could wait if I was going to call somebody that I knew that could maybe handle the situation. Okay. So he hasn't, we haven't called the cops. I thought maybe you'd be able to handle it then. Okay. Well, let me check out what's in the back. And, um, and I asked the bartender, were you you present as far as we can tell when the incident happened uh yeah i was working this this whole shift um we've got a, a bouncer guy out front but he's gone home already before we found okay all right let's take a look um and Amelia's kind of like do, do i have to go back there again no just stay here Okay. But don't leave. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and she they kind of gesture you around the corner and you walk down this hallway that leads past what's obviously kind of like the liquor storage slash keg room mm -hmm. kind of kind of place. There's looks like there's a big walk in fridge in there and stuff, but just past that there's a series of uh like individualized bathrooms. Okay. Um and the third one is the only one that still has the door shut. Um, the rest just look like club bathrooms, right? They're not clean uh, or nice. Uh, they're, yeah, they're public bathrooms after a busy night, oh, and they haven't been cleaned yet. Okay. Um, but you get to the third one, and you crack open the door, and laying kind of up against the toilet is the ultimate warrior mm -hmm. um and he has something around his neck uh but it's hard to tell what it is because it has been pulled through mm. most of the neck mm. so the front of him is just covered in pick um, but you can see that there's still something there that's not people part. <laughs> All right. 
So I'll just investigate the wound a little bit more just to try to identify what's going on in that area. Sure. Um, oh, it's not even really a roll. You can see mm-hmm. when you get closer. Um, and there's a, a huge puddle of blood on the floor, right? Um, and it's been there long enough that it's starting to get tacky, mm-hmm. like super sticky, gross. Um, but what is wrapped around the neck is uh looks like a, a braided sort of cloth rope kind of thing not super thin it doesn't look like uh for example it doesn't look like like a garrote wire yeah, it's right like you got garroted but it is definitely looks like someone used a thicker piece of material to do the same job take some strength yeah that's strong mm-hmm. And cruel. Deliberately so. Um, And I will note that as well. Sure. So I will take... (laughs) I hate to say it. I will take some picks. And um, as discreetly as possible with respect to the dead. But I'll forward those to Kestrel. I mean... Kestrel has a background in assassination. <laughs> you would know that she has killed a lot of people. A lot of people. Assassination is not the word I would use. No. <laughs> she has. They have retired people, human and replicant. Um, yeah, I mean, you would probably know that she came from off world and has a large combat background. Okay. Um. So I'll, what I'll do is just, I'll just send a message. Um, have another unusual murder. Um, and it looks deliberately cool, but it took a lot of strength. Is this, uh, so I'll send you the picture of the, the grot wound mm-hmm. and just say, I mean, is this, uh, cause this, uh, been hired hand assassin. Is this, or is this a uh, typical combat technique? Not a typical combat technique. And if it's a professional, they're real sloppy. That looks personal. Uh-huh. Or panic. I can't tell if it's panic, but it's unusually gruesome, like the case we're investigating now. I don't know if there's any connection. Significantly messier. It's a different MO, but just as creative. Uh, your victim have any other signs of a struggle on him? I'm assuming you sent me kind of a close-up picture. Yeah. Does it look like? A... Uh, well, it looks like the Ultimate Warrior put up a fight. Okay. Um, as things started going, like there's a mirror over the sink that looks like it's been cracked by like an elbow, maybe some some flying limb probably hit it. Um. The other bathrooms did not have cracked mirrors, so that's different than wow. what we saw in the other rooms. Um, uh, the it looks like as it was happening, like blood splatter all on the walls, right? So like as it was happening, he was struggling and it made a mess over a large portion of. So it looks like a little bit of a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't see a lot of like uh, wounds on the arms mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah, 
I think he was caught by surprise. But he might have he might have seen someone in the mirror coming up behind him. Well, your uh, perpetrator's probably got a lot of blood on him with struggle like that. Uh, the club have any cameras in it? I'll check it out. I mean, I'll tell you right now, no way. This <laughs> <laughs> club cameras? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and I'll go back to um, Amelia. Hmm? Uh, she would ask you what's the name for the name of the victim. Loading. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Just to double check, they don't have anything in common with her. Oh. Judge lady. Uh, Lucas. Um, I will say both Amelia and Lucas are replicants. Okay. That's why they were such good dancers. Would you say you're having a garrot time? Oh, really? <laughs> Just fountains of fun in there. Oh, boy. Oh, I found no. that one a little hard to swallow. Oh. Oh. I'll choke on it. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm trying to drag him back to his lair. Oh. I'm done. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sure. For now. No, I'm not sure. For now. There. I feel like there's another one. Just give it give it time. Yeah. <laughs> I got so many more. I'm sure. All night. Um, so I'll go back to Amelia and uh or no, I'm gonna have to call the police to investigate this because this might be tied into some other activity around town. But uh, Oh. Well, okay. I'm really sorry about your friend. Did you, uh, did you, were you at some kind of affair before you came here? This is like, this is a place for like after, after. Where were you before this? Uh, I'm, we both did dance shifts at the snake pit earlier. And then, uh, to relax, you know, after we finished up, we, we just came here. I mean, there weren't any incidents at the snake pit. I'm just trying to figure out who would want to have killed your friend in such a gruesome way. There wasn't anything in particular that stood out. Certainly not like the, the last time. Uh, there was nothing like that. Um, it was just kind of a normal shift. You know, we did, uh, we did our numbers and then uh, went back and got changed and um, then we, uh, the two of us left and came here, um, and we were hanging out, but then I went to dance with some people and we kind of would bounce back and forth with folks that we met here and have a few drinks and. So was it all strangers here or anyone you knew? Um, I mean, a couple of people we've seen around here before. Okay. This isn't our first time here, but. Was there anyone unusual, anyone usually tall? Big, muscular, someone standing out, not mixing in with the crowd. Um, Here or behind the bar? The bartender does not look particularly tall or muscular. <laughs> He's just kind of average. Um, um, she, she remembers that Lucas was dancing and spending some time with a, a group um, of people that 
They looked they looked like people that had come down here to kind of slum it. Were they uh, dressed casual? Yes, but casual or casual in that way that people that have well done clothing dress casually. Mm. Mm-hmm. They run their Lululemons. Like uh, it, it looked like they had some money. So they were dressed down. Yeah. Okay. How many of them were there? Would you would you guess? Uh, three or four. I wasn't really over there with them. If I showed you a picture later, would you be able to identify them? I can try. I okay. I can't say anybody stood out in particular, but okay. No, it's fine. As long as you can possibly identify them later, then um, I have to do a little bit of research. But uh, I'm going to try and figure out who did this. Well, I appreciate it. I have a feeling your friend was here at the wrong place at the wrong time, but... Sure, sure. Um, How okay. do you know Lucas, by the way? is Has he always been a dancer? Uh, I mean, that's where I met him. We... Uh, Sneak bit? Yeah. We kind of became friends because we ended up performing on the same shifts. Do you know anything about... Or the snake pit, what his life was? Oh, I don't. I mean... No I'm... one you know would want to do this to him. Didn't mention no. he had any enemies or anyone. I mean, sometimes we get the, you know, creepers at the bar, but nothing particular. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean... You can go check and see if any of the bartenders saw anybody any particularly creepy last night, but I didn't have any troubles. Okay. And who exactly, remind me, who who found the body? Um, I did. Because I, you know, it was time to go and I didn't see him anywhere and I went looking around, but... Because usually if he's going to leave with somebody or something, he tells me. Okay. Where can I find you if I have any questions? Um, well, I mean, I, I'm either at the snake pit working or got a little apartment. I can give you the, the info. I will take the address. Yes. Sure. <laughs> and you've already got my number. Yep. She called me. Okay. All right. So I'll send, I'll... Send that into the LAPD. Okay. Uh, you probably get another message from Coco like, Where are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> man. Captain Homicide today. <laughs> Someone decided it's hunting season, Coco. Oh. Well. I suppose I will put on my orange jacket before I go home. Instantly regretting. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> this guy once you get for sticking your neck out for someone mm. and <laughs> okay. you were just sitting there waiting there I, was, was. Yeah, I was yep I knew it it took a minute but it got there called it okay that's it I'll just I'll just call it in and okay. circulate to LAPD sure and um still haven't heard about the video footage in the apartment building from the UN, the the landing. Oh, and... um, yes, uh, you would get some information back about that. Um, the uh, um, the 
There is footage of the judge's spinner coming back to the mm-hmm. building. Okay. Um, and then landing in the garage. Um, the judge is the only listed occupant okay. that came back at the same time. Uh, as far as the access logs, um, there's kind of quite a list um, because it's how many people were coming into the the building that night. Um, so it would take you some time to go through the whole list. And... Okay. All right. So I'll save the list for now. And uh, um, where are you guys now? You guys are on your way. So... We're gonna go see no one. See no one. I'm at headquarters. Yeah. Before you went out, she would have come to get the KIA from you. Okay. So she could sift through it. Okay. Sure. Okay. And if um, so just so you don't have to duplicate the task, I just let's just say I would have shared the GPS locations, like showing where she went. Um, but I think I will head back. Are you, uh, unless Kestrel had told me she they're leaving, I will head back to headquarters. Just, um, just hang out at my desk and chew the fat with a good old combat buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, throw pencils at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> just wait for the next killing day. <laughs> Twiddle your thumbs. Okay. Um. So. Uh, let's go ahead and go to uh, the trip to visit Noah. Cool. So uh, the place where you know Noah is going to be is the courthouse. Um, so it is unusual because it's not in a tower. It's a, like a big federal-looking building, right? It looks very much like you imagine the... The government buildings in DC look right. It is this white marble-looking building, uh, but it's set in a park around it. Um, the the like everything is simulated, but it's got fake grass, uh, park benches. There's what's obviously some fake trees. Some of them are like, you know, cell towers that look like a tree. The kind of stuff, but it's designed to give it that impressive sort of look of an official building. Um, and it's a big building, right? It's probably 10 stories high um, in design. Um, you're able to get into the secured campus of this. Uh, it's got big, heavy fencing all the way around it, and the big... Um, like anti-vehicle bollards mm-hmm. all the way around that are designed to look like they're planters, but they've just got fake bushes in them. Well, that's a really conical topiary you have there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you get into the into the building, um, and you're able to to get to the judge's office mm-hmm. where Noah works. Um, when you get there. Um, there's actually several people that work in the office. Sure. Um, but Noah is sitting at a desk that has the wall behind it. It's got like a wallpaper that looks like a legal bookcase. So it has 
it's just 2D, but it looks like oh it's got all these law books behind it. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Noah is a fairly average-looking fella. He's not massively tall or short. Um, he's got brown hair and brown eyes. Um, a little uh, kind of goatee sort of thing. Actually, it's more styled like a Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Weird wise, so it's more angular. Um, and uh, he's wearing a pair of what look like reading glasses. Okay. Um, <laughs> and like working at a computer terminal when you get there. Um, but when he looks up, the reading glasses don't appear to do anything. They're just an affectation. I don't need you coming for high school me. <laughs> oh no. Um I think given Gavin's presence, uh Haru is like, no, you go ahead. By all means, show that you're the one with personality. Lovely. <laughs> Excuse me, Noah? Uh, yes, yes. What can I do for you? We are with the LAPD, we were wanting to ask some questions regarding. Uh, is there somewhere we can talk privately? And he kind of looks around the office and sees the four or five other people. Like, um, is there a problem? Do you want to go for a walk? Walk. Yeah, all the beautiful fake greenery out there. <laughs> well, I I suppose if you'd like to, might be a good idea. All right. All right. Uh, and he goes over and, like, there is actually, like, uh, old, it's fake, but it, it looks like an, one of those old curly wooden coat racks. Yeah. Um, and grabs an umbrella and a little, uh, oh like, thigh-length trench coat. Uh, puts it on and uh, grabs a little hat, puts it on. Oh, my God, what year is it? <laughs> you get a little snarky text that's something like, was this guy engineered to torture us? <laughs> uh, and he kind of leads the way out to, to the exit to the park and um, it's not so much raining right now as it's like misty right it's mm-hmm. that like everything's damp and as you walk it feels damp but you're not pelted by rain mm-hmm. so he doesn't put up his umbrella but he tucks it under his arm and Kind of, kind of curious. So, what, so what can I do for you, officers? Have you been contacted by anyone this morning, your employer or your the judge or anybody related, or just the UN? Um, no, not. Okay. I mean, I expect the judge should be here in the next hour or so. Why don't we uh, have a seat at this bench? Oh, well, all right, and. He kind of looks at the bench and then squeegees <laughs> yeah. spot. I think the longer we stand on this mist too, like Haru's makeup is like actually starting to run. Oh. Why is he giving me like bearded Niles Crane and I'm here for it? <laughs> yeah. A little uh, bit. A little bit. Yeah. So we were called to your boss's residence earlier this morning. And I'm afraid she's not coming in. Oh. Uh, well, I, I'm, she's certainly entitled to take sick leave as needed. 
she was unfortunately uh, found dead this morning. Oh. Heavens. Um, well, I suppose we'll need a new judge then. Yeah, I would think that's probably going to be on the top list of things for you and your people to do. Um, did you receive any strange communications from the judge before uh, in the last 24 hours? Strange? No, no. I, uh, I just have been working on her docket. Speaking of her docket, does she have any active cases that has any, I don't know, red flags, threats of violence? I mean, there's always uh, some level of uh, dissatisfaction with going up in front of a judge. Uh, you know, yeah. somebody always loses in most cases. That uh, is how that works. And even in arbitration, it usually means that both parties lose. Um, Is there anyone particularly unhappy with their arbitration? Uh, uh, certainly not that would result in something drastic happening, I don't, I don't think. Um, anything particularly high profile, anything controversial, anything that might evoke any kind of emotion? Uh, well, I, the, the case, uh, that we're in the middle of that we would have been beginning again this afternoon, resuming this afternoon, I should say, uh, is a, a case about a, um, a, a scrapyard that it, it has been, uh, refusing, uh, to use, uh, human labor any longer is this a biological scrapyard industry waste uh no they they uh recycle things from outside the city they recycle the recycle the kipple yes i believe that's the okay. term okay they go and harvest and try and uh reuse they're metal likely, and they're more likely to get killed than the judge <laughs> But that's the current case that we're we're working on. Uh, there's a number of upcoming cases, but nothing that stands out is certainly no violent crime or anything. Most of the judges' cases are financial in nature. Has there been any blowback from, say, like an older case, like maybe about a nightclub or Tyrell? Oh, uh, well, I I wasn't working here back. No, of course not. Uh, then there. The, interesting you point that out there was a nightclub uh owner that was very upset yeah. uh he didn't carry the proper insurance for uh, what for uh it's there was uh some kind of uh, disagreement among patrons that resulted in some bodily injury um so they uh like they sued the club owner uh, uh, over it, expecting to get some kind of a payout from his insurance agency, but he apparently didn't have any, so yeah, they uh, closed down the club. And... Do you have know the name of that club? Oh, I, I would have to look it up. I... Okay, I would appreciate that information. Certainly, certainly, I can send it along. And also, any information you have on the scrapyard case, as far as names, 
plaintiffs oh. uh, or dependents. Certainly. They um so the, the the gist of the current case is uh they have replaced their human workforce uh with replicant labor uh as you know it can be a significant savings long term um and uh some of the old workers are displeased and they are suing to get their positions back based on my partner's reaction to what they were doing i'd imagine they'd be relieved that they're not doing such dangerous work anymore well uh even dangerous work means a paycheck versus not i presume yeah however i'll, I'll be honest i've never seen a case where people sue to get their job back that works out well and Most... why is that do you think most of the time, even if they're given their job back, now that employer is a little upset with them to start with, so mm. tends not to last too long, and it just motivates employers to figure out uh, more legal methods to terminate their employment <laughs> over time. Any professional rivalries? Any people we should speak to regarding... Well. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it a professional rivalry, but uh, she never really got along with uh, the chief judge. Uh, he would often look for reasons to reprimand her, but she's been here a long time. So they don't really go anywhere. What do you know about her uh, personal assistant? Miss Liam's Olivia. She's a perfectly adequate personal assistant, I believe. And uh, how long have you been in service? Oh, I've been here uh, eight and a half months now. Hmm. And before you? Uh, I I don't know who was the head law clerk before I arrived. Uh, I could look it up, but it's fine. If we can get access to anything like her daily schedules for the last couple months, weeks, anything to help get an idea of what she was doing, what she was speaking with day to day? Uh, I'd be happy to give you her appointment book here for the office. I don't have her personal schedule. Taking care of that. Ah, okay. Uh, is Olivia all right? She's fine. Okay. Do you have a good working relationship, you and Olivia? Yes. Uh, like I said, she seems perfectly adequate. Um, she manages to keep the, uh, the judge here on time and ready to work, so. And her and the judge, they have a good relationship? As far as I know, yes. How good? I, I've never seen the judge dissatisfied. Do they argue? Not that I'm aware of. Are they lovers? Well, heavens. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. I don't know. Certainly not here in the office that I'm aware of. But I, I don't, I don't often interact with the judge outside of. If you um, hear of anything, or anyone sends you any peculiar messages, please just forward them to our uh, investigation. Oh, ab absolutely, absolutely. Um, have you already informed court security? We should do that. Yep, that's part of what we're doing here. Ah, very good, very good. Uh, I, I, I will be happy to send along uh, the professional 
schedule and her docket over the last month. That'd be that'd be very helpful. Be fine. And until the news officially breaks, we appreciate you keeping this. Oh, certainly, certainly. I can understand the importance of being discreet. I can push uh, the court hearing later today. That would probably be best. <sighs> That's all I've got. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Again, if you think of anything, anything comes up, please reach out to us right away. And uh, if we call, you should answer. Certainly, yes. Happy to do so. Okay, I think we're done here. Go ahead. Talk to security. Yeah. Mm, that seems just like paperwork. We can do that. Ugh. We. <laughs> the royal we. <laughs> we can do that. Would you rather be diving through dumpsters? Mm. Wrong person to ask. Horrible <laughs> question. <laughs> All right. Um, it's just a formality for yeah. you to go inform court security. Easily could do that. Okay. Um, they will uh, put the courthouse on like a higher security level. Yeah. Um, so immediately they call in more officers to patrol around, and they're wearing uh, like tactical-looking armor. Yeah. Um, but they've got those dumb powder blue UN helmets. Them. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're really terrible. Do. Um, I think Haru also asks them for any like detailed logs of death threats against the judge, any violent uh, events that might have happened around her cases. Sure. Um, and Noah's happy to send along. Yeah. Any of the any correspondence that's come through the office about that. that... I suppose. Yeah, we can probably ask security for this, too. Um, any threats against anyone on the defendant side of the, the case? Or not the defendant, the plaintiff side? Because mm-hmm. if someone's dissatisfied... Oh, the case? Yeah. Oh. Um... If anybody's dissatisfied with where it's going, it might, might, it might not just be the judge they'd be threatening. Yeah, it might be the workers that are trying to get their jobs back. Hmm. Uh, he he probably says no. There's nothing that's come through the court. Like nothing's been brought to the court's attention. Mm. Now, if they're gonna fight them, they're gonna fight that. them out in the kipple. All right, cool. That's all I got. All right. Let's investigate. A visit to Coco. Something. Coco. And questions. Oh. Yeah. Um. Mostly, I just want to uh, confer with Coco on the possibility, the options I've found for the murder weapons. Mm. and, like, to see if he can narrow it down any further based on having looked at the... Sure, sure. Corpse Uh, All right. Why don't... Hmm. Why don't you do... Um, an intelligence insight roll? Okay. Big brain. Use the brain. It's not usually the muscle she uses. The big muscle. That's one success. Okay. Um, so you come in and um, you start talking with Coco a little bit about, you know, what could have done this. And I have some ideas. And um, 
like as you chat a little bit, Coco gets a little excited mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. this discussion. Oh like, God. oh, that's fascinating. Um, <laughs> and like, danger, danger girl, kind of uh, gestures you to follow. Uh, and walks, run <laughs> out of the office, uh, walks down the hallway and into a room that's got uh, like a bunch of those like ballistic gel torsos, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's just a lineup of like twenty of them Neat. along the wall, uh, what a and nice then collection. he he goes over to a. a big double door cabinet and opens it up and inside you see like a whole mess of different firearms uh-huh. and weapons and things like there's like uh, a very specific stapler <laughs> that's got some gel stuck to the end of it and various things that like it's clear that he's come in here and done testing to see like yeah. how these would affect mm, a body um, the best for wall guy was um coco has rancid vibes of the movie okay (laughs) and he uh he pulls out um like uh excuse me like um uh what's the heck is the term i'm looking for uh like an angle grinder and then he pulls out like um what's the term for that uh it's like a electric tool Usually has a sort of flat blade on the end that vibrates very quickly, and you can cut off like oh, heads of screws yeah. or. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have no yeah. idea what it's called. Now my brain has just failed me. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, he pulls out one of those like things that would move quickly and maybe cause friction. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, then he kind of looks down at the bottom of the cabinet and he goes, "I I don't have like a plasma cutter, but I have a welding torch." that good enough let's take a look so he pulls out and it's like a full like acetylene welding mm-hmm. torch so it's got a big gas tank that he kind of pulls out of the bottom of this cabinet and he goes over and he kind of he pulls out one of those uh sparkers mm-hmm. and turns on the gas and sparks the thing up and kind of dials in the mm-hmm. flame and he goes up to this first gel torso um and just goes and it boils away the gel and uh-huh. you end up with two halves um that it worked mm-hmm. it seems like it took a while yeah uh but then he goes at it with uh yeah like an oscillating tool thing yeah that's kind of the term i don't i thought there was another name something it'll be three o'clock in the morning today and i'll leap out of bed <laughs> doing that an actual jigsaw no. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, you get the gist. So he uses that on the thing, and it doesn't seem like it would cut. Like the gel that's contained yeah. inside kind of oozes out. Um, uh, then he goes and gets like a skill saw and goes at it, and that doesn't seem to, to do it either. So probably the closest thing has been that welding torch. Okay. Mm. Got it. Um, but he's like, if you want to bring anything else by, I'm happy to test. Uh, Great. Um, have you gotten anything on the toxicology report yet? Um, it seems like the judge had had alcohol. 
<laughs> How much? I, I mean, without knowing her tolerance level, I couldn't tell you how intoxicated she was, but sure. uh, enough that she should not have been driving a vehicle. Enough that she would be unconscious? No, no, no. Okay. Any other drugs in her system, sedatives? Um, uh, it seems like she took uh, medication for allergies. What's the name of the medication? Oh, um, essentially like Claritin. Okay. She's on Claritin, <laughs> like the rest of the Los Angeles basin. <laughs> right. Uh, um, what's the, and the dosage? Was it like a normal dose or? Yeah. Okay. It seems completely within parameters uh, of use. With, combined with the alcohol in her system, would that have any effect? Um, possibly, but again, not to the point of unconsciousness. Okay. She didn't have that much alcohol. Right. Uh, was there any head trauma? Did she appear to be knocked out? Uh, there wasn't any kind of blunt force cracking or anything on the rest of the skull. Just... Okay. Any evidence to suggest that she may have been smothered before the bisection? Um... It's a little difficult to tell. Um, there was a lot of internal cranial trauma as Naturally. this happened. Um, so the usual, what do they call petechial hemorrhaging in the eyes mm -hmm. wasn't present. Okay. So it didn't look like she'd been strangled. Um, it, it's possible that uh, someone might have just brought her to unconsciousness via smothering or asphyxiation uh, before beginning this process. It's also possible that she was fully alive and awake when this began. That's it would not have taken very long to get her to a point where she was not able to do anything about it. Fair enough. Okay. No other signs of trauma to the body. Um, there may have been... There may be, it's hard to tell if it was uh, present before, but there was a few spots of light bruises. Um, could have happened if she had been restrained by someone. But it's hard to tell. Okay. Not like she had been tied or severely grabbed, but right. bruising can happen just, you know. As those of us in the real world know, you could just wake up in the morning and be like, what the hell did <laughs> I do to my arm? From. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's all my questions for him. Yeah. Okay. Computer stuff. All right. Uh, what's your first computer question? Um, let's see. Now that we have the access log. The, so the access logs were those specifically, I forget. We asked for the... Um, Parking area mm -hmm. and the elevator, because the yes. Okay, so I'd like to see who went up in the elevator. Um, um there's uh, again a fairly decent list of of people, both residents and non-residents. Um, the it doesn't appear that anyone else's names that you've encountered in this okay investigation appear on the list. Okay, great. Um. 
none of the names associated with the similar crimes that I looked at before either. Uh, no. Okay. Um, and then I think for just to be thorough, I'm gonna run um just to see if uh either of the assistants have uh priors. Um, the security guy said the cleaning staff was all vetted, but might as well run them as well. Sure. Um, you run the security guard yeah, themselves. Okay. Yeah, run the security guard too. Might as well. All right. Uh, so the cleaning staff comes back clean as a whistle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing there. Um, even the cleaning staff's immediate family are all clean. Um, because the UN checks and records that. If anybody out there's ever had a friend getting security clearances, oh. sometimes the FBI shows up at your friend's <laughs> places of employment and starts asking a lot of questions, which can be awkward. Um, uh, so it's, it's, they are thoroughly investigated. Um, the security guard, the, well, head of security that you spoke with. Yeah. Um, Aaron also comes back, doesn't have a, a record of mm-hmm. any kind. Um, and also is security cleared even higher than the cleaning staff. Yeah. Um, the, I'm sorry, what are the names for you? Uh, oh, the two assistants, the law oh, right, right, and right. her personal assistant. Um, uh, Noah, the law clerk, has... Uh, had to, um, has failed a a test. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, Failed baseline? Mm -hmm. Yes. But only one, and has been fine since. Okay. How long ago was that? Uh, six months or so. So while he was in the employee. Yeah. Interesting. Um... Uh, Olivia has a very long list of parking and traffic violations. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Olivia. Oh, no. She's a real personal assistant. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, but aside from that, nothing. Okay. Interesting. Um, definitely going to upload that failed baseline to our sure. case file. Um, and then I think the last thing I wanted to do was um, look at her KIA to see if there's anything, like if she keeps any work information about the cases she, she's working on there um, or Not really. messages. Because I know that Fiona uh, looked through her sure, phone records. Uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, there is a record of messages also. Um, all the stuff, excuse me, um, uh, all the stuff from the assistants, both of them, lines up with kind of the story you've been told. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, like an automatic spam trash folder that has uh, some random communications from what you assume is that club owner. Okay. That follow the threat kind of through line that you've been told about. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, a few messages from what appear to be friends and 
and other people. Um, there is a back and forth conversation with uh, Nice. Mm. Okay. Um, that talks about, you know, oh, we have to get together and have lunch sometime. Oh, I've been so busy. That kind of stuff. It sounds like the niece is local. Yes. Okay. Any messages from like a partner or anybody that's no. Okay. Also, just to clear up, no messages to Olivia seem inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> suspicion for dirt. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. Sure. But, you know, it's not like you open that and go, oh, <laughs> close that file back up. Um, and is there, would the KI have any sort of, like, search history? Because like, we can look things up on it. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they basically work like a modern cell phone. So. <laughs> have somebody clear your search history when you die, people. Um <laughs> Does her search history have anything weird in it? Mm-hmm. I think the the most recent set of searches are about the music that's supposed mm. to be performed. Okay. Like she was like, I should probably know a little about this if I'm going to go meet people that are playing it. Yes. That kind of thing. Um, uh, so it links to a couple of discussions about the history of this kind of music, theme music throughout the ages and that kind of stuff. Got it. Um, before that, it seems fairly normal. Um, she uh, has a, like a list of places that she orders food from regularly. Um, but yeah, I, occasionally like going back a little farther, there's like looking up places that, might line up with a discussion you saw with random folks in the messages like okay. oh we should go have dinner blah 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 here's the name of a restaurant and then you see that restaurant show up <laughs> there that kind of stuff the the judge seems fairly normal fairly normal okay great um yeah I think those were all my questions okay oh uh that was the other thing um I wanted to run the dancer's name Lucas. oh Amelia Lucas Lucas oh Lucas um what about Lucas? Um, does he have like a rap sheet? Um, there's probably a couple of you know, a couple of minor vice crimes, mm. you know, public intoxication, that kind of thing. Uh, nothing major, okay, whatever they call drunken disorderly. Yeah, he's not associated with any particularly dangerous people. Or... No, no, okay. you don't see the. Like, known, you know, gang member, known, yeah, you know, enforcer for organized crime. No, <laughs> never know. Yeah. It's true. They, they say that, you know, organized crime has fallen on some harder times than it used to, but now he has to work as a dancer on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe dancing doesn't pay enough. Right, you know. Kathy yeah. certainly doesn't. I'm sure you'd help. Okay, great. That was it. Okay. All right. Uh, I think uh, before we move on to a whole nother shift, it's probably a good place to call it for tonight. Sure. We get into a whole nother shift, it's going to go a lot longer than the remaining couple of minutes we have. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for joining us out there in internet land. Um, I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, 
we will be back next week. Uh, nothing weird about that. Um, I do believe uh, we haven't had a discussion yet, but I think that we'll also probably play Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Unless yeah, anybody's so. traveling out of town or anything. Okay. Nope. I don't know. <laughs> Find out. Well, if, if something comes up, we'll let the internet know and we'll keep it there, but we'll be back next week for sure. Um, and yeah. Um, thank you, uh, James, for keeping our chat room safe. Thank uh, you, James. It is a lion's amount of work uh, and we appreciate Ta-da! Look hey! at that! <laughs> uh, uh, we appreciate all the hard work to try and keep it a regulated place where everybody can come and have fun. Um, a huge thank you also to all the members on Patreon that contribute uh, what they can to help us have a place to do this and something to drink in the fridge uh, and, you know, internet access to upload all this stuff. <laughs> um, especially because it makes my job as a GM a thousand times easier to have the game recorded. Um, and the number of times that I go back and re-watch an episode and I catch something that I didn't see on someone's face or something else because I'm busy engaging over on one side. I didn't see something over here kind of happen. And then I'm like, oh, I should take a note of that. It is delightful to have surveillance of the player. We're very normal about that wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Uh, so thank you, Patreon members, for providing me with... <laughs> Ability to survey all my players. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's <laughs> um, great. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> uh, let's go around one more time, hear what everybody's up to. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm Joey. Uh, I have been Gavin Huxley, a uh, totally normal human fixer. And uh, yeah, uh, not doing drinks beer for the rest of the season because uh, I've started caroling season. Yay! With gig possibly as early as next Monday. No. Oh. Yeah. Wow. No. Yeah. That's too early. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, you can find me on all the socials at Feywild, F E Y W I L D E, or Feywild85. Uh, keep an eye out for my opinions on whichever season of Drag Race I'm currently watching <laughs> and um, nonsense like that. Wonderful. <laughs> Hi, my name's Custo. I play Fior. I love. Uh... City Speaker, LAPD, and you can find me on the socials, Twitter, um, at Custo McGee, and uh, Instagram as well, and Facebook, um, if you want to join me there. Um, but yeah, come and check out what I have to say about game design, and advocating for representation, mm-hmm. uh, people of color, disability access, um, and Pathfinder things, because I am helping a writing team on... Big, big project that I'm not really supposed to even mention. So oh, <laughs> rewind, delete. Oh, anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like all role playing games. So uh, check me out. Thank you. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Kai. Uh, you can find me on, I think, all of the social media platforms except for <laughs> threads um, as Estelle of Imladris, uh, where you can find me uh, talking about doing a lot of this. Uh, I, you can find me obviously here next week being very normal and fine. Um, <laughs> I can't say that. And then you can find me not this Saturday, but the following Saturday and Monday, because we had a thing, uh, with the 
second half of the penultimate episode in the finale of arc one of Transplanter RPGs, The Chaos Protocol, where we are uh, maybe fighting a god. Don't worry about it. It's fine and normal. Everything's going great. Um, and uh, it is a all transgender, people of color led. Uh, I'm going to get it right one day, but it's not today. Um, it is a very fun time. We are ending our first arc. It has been 30 uh, podcast episodes, something like that. Ooh. And many, many streams of uh, us in the Wild Sea. So uh, we are about to leave the Wild Sea. The conceit of the uh, Chaos Protocol is that we are playing in a new multiversal plane every arc. And we are about to end arc one in the Wild Sea and move on to our next arc starting very soon um, in a new system, mm -hmm. which is terrifying because it means <laughs> I have to learn a new system. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fine. But mm -hmm. we're playing the same characters every arc, so it's going to be a new adventure seeing us leave one story behind and continue on into our next adventure. Um, and then you can also find me, because uh, we just dropped our Halloween episode for the podcast that I produce called The Lore Brewery, where I was the game master, one of the very rare occasions that I am actually a GM where people can hear it, um, for a Ten Candles game called Hopper's Fall, where you get to hear all about my feelings about the things that come for you in the dark and theme parks, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I have a lot of feelings about. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you can uh, check out Hopper's Fall uh, anywhere you get your podcasts at Lore Brewery. And uh, go ahead, Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. Um, I've been Kestrel, your friendly neighborhood violence consultant. Um, <laughs> How was this erotic, though? <laughs> you can find me on the internets at Red Pandroid um, and here every, mostly every Tuesday, uh, doing the weird stuff. Um, yeah, if you follow me on the socials and you can see pictures of me as a Cenobite or a skeleton yes, for a while because I took a lot of photos this Halloween. Cool. Spooky season doesn't have to end if you don't want it to. That's fair. It's true. Mm -hmm. I appreciate a good, like, sunny springtime or summer spookiness. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nothing spookier than a goth in a field of flowers. That's what Valentine's Day is. It's spring Halloween. You get candy. <laughs> it's literally a classic and horror movie. And hearts. It's literally and a classic hearts. horror movie. My okay, bloody Joey. That's well, fair. That's fair. Bloody Valentine. Yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh yeah, that's a kind of that's a good point. <laughs> I get it. I I have historic problems with Valentine's Day through no fault of mine or my wife. It's just when we first started dating, our first four Valentine's Days were complete disasters. Oh no. Uh including one time uh she was patient zero in a weird bacterial outbreak at our college. Oh. Uh got her name and picture on the CDC website oh, and everything. No. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day! <laughs> yeah. So, uh... We, Your love is infectious. We just, uh, we just made a pact with each other that Valentine's Day is not really something we celebrate. We just pick a different oh, day. Yeah. Okay. And don't tell anybody that it's happening. Uh, because then something's gonna, something's gonna go wrong. Uh... There you go. But... Uh... uh but yeah, I, I do see the connection. I mean, we had our own horror stories for Valentine's Day. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. If you're interested, I will be back uh, streaming Dave the Diver next Monday evening uh, in the post-dinner hours of uh, the Pacific 
its time zone. Um, and then I'm actually going to start working on piecing together some YouTube videos out of the streams to make it into a actual archive of the game. Uh, so people can see how much fun it is. I've also been toying around with uh, doing some streams about Power Wash Simulator, my game of the year. I love Power uh, Wash Simulator. People people are coming at me saying that, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 is the best game of the year, and Alan Wake 2 is the best game of the That's year, true. and uh, the uh, the Starfield players are all about Starfield is the best game of the year, and I'm you're completely wrong. There's hardly anything more satisfying than spraying dirt off of shit. You're not uh, wrong. It's a very satisfying yes. game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't spent the last week and a half only playing Power Wash Simulator. Yeah. I have been playing Baldur's Game. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. fair. that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Uh, I think, to me, Power Wash Simulator has filled that gap of, I don't actually want to engage with a game. Yeah. I want to do something to keep my brain active while I'm observing a video. It's or so something. satisfying. Yeah. And then it's shiny when it's done. Mm -hmm. So good. And it makes the perfect <laughs> little ding noise every little bit you clean thoroughly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like using a real power washer, which is also extremely powerful. <laughs> Should not be allowed. And I just saw that they just released Power Wash Simulator VR. <laughs> oh. I might have to get it and play it all over again. Oh. Running around my house and scaring my children. <laughs> Come here, I'm going to power wash you. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.